Hello and welcome to this episode of the DMI broadcast. Um, on this episode, I talked to Brian Atkinson, who is a good friend and a good runner and an all-around good guy. I don't know if anyone's going to d- disagree with any of those statements. So, yeah, we'll get, uh, I mean, we talk about running, we talk about his new coaching career, both, yeah, he, he coaches high schoolers, he coaches beginning runners, he coaches um, Olympic qualifying athletes, and if you've listened to any of the podcasts, you probably know who he is and what he does. So, oh, and he's also a doctor. That wasn't like me trying to be cutesy and like forgetting what is to most people the biggest accomplishment of their life. I genuinely, that's like not an afterthought, but it's not how I see him. I don't know. Yeah, he does a lot of good things. And then he's also just matched for a school up in Asheville and he's going to be doing his residency there. And we talk about all that. So, all right, I'm going to stop talking and let you listen to the episode. Here we go. Bye. Enjoy. Have fun. Okay. Later. And we are recording. Brian nice. Atkinson. Let me say it again because you were talking over me. <laughs> Brian, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Welcome to Melbourne too. Dude, it's been it's been a little while, it feels like. Yeah. So what have you been up to? A whole lot of chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in uh the fourth year of medical school, which is the last year. And uh You doing rotations? <sighs> I, yeah, I got sort of, but they're like a lot chiller than yeah. third year. Basically, the trajectory of medical school is first and second year, you're in the classroom a lot, and you have big scary tests that are important mm-hmm. at the end of uh, second year. So you're terrified of that the whole time, and you have tests the whole time, and you're terrified all the time. Yeah. And then third year, you go out into the hospital and do stuff, and then you're terrified because you don't want to kill anybody or do anything <laughs> stupid. Uh, and then you have like evaluations. So you're trying to impress doctors and stuff. Right. And then you also have tests all the time. And then there's a big test at the end of that one. Uh, and then fourth year, third year tests are the most terrifying or, uh, the biggest test is step one, which is right after second year. Okay. Um, and then step two is right after third year. It um, sounds like, uh, things you take in preschool yeah exactly <laughs> they're they're a little harder <laughs> yeah they should call them more terrifying names yeah yeah like they're they're called the board exams that sounds a little yeah, more okay like yeah. are you gonna be a doctor and then are you really gonna be a doctor yeah are you sure you want to do this yeah Can't, are you capable so um but then fourth year you like interview for residencies and stuff yeah so they give you more time to do stuff and then there's still rotations but they're mostly ones that you pick rather than like mandatory, like, you know, instead of like oh, internal yeah. medicine, I, like I did like dermatology or, you know, something that is really specific. You want to do like anesthesiology and they like yeah. work on intubations or whatever. Uh, but like the evaluations don't really matter that much anymore. So you just like do it just to learn stuff, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like very, right. It's so you're not nice. trying to, yeah, you're not like super worried. You're Actually not trying to impress trying to impress anybody. It, yeah. You don't have a test at the end to freak out about, and you just like learn stuff, and it's fun. And then now that I'm is just, cool. Yeah, and now and then after you get into residency, which that happened, uh, match day was like a couple weeks ago. 
So now I'm just like chilling. Because you matched. Because I matched, yeah. yeah. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You're heading back to Asheville. Not back. To back Asheville. to North Carolina. Over yeah. to Asheville. Yeah. Yeah, we're pumped. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Asheville's going to be sick. We'll have a... Um, we're planning to have a two-bedroom place so you can come. Oh, sweet. It's for you, yeah. For me? Yeah, it's for you. Can I uh, keep my job down here, or do I have to quit? <laughs> well, you were expecting you to pay rent, so I, you know, you can pay rent both. I'll commute. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever you want to do, it's your, you know, it's your space. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a car. So I'm Stay liking up. the Lamond Revmaster over here. Oh Greg, yeah, Greg Lamond. That's taking it way back. I didn't even know what that was a reference to. Yeah, this yeah, is our, Lamont, our spin a, bike, yeah, he's which a has no electricity. From the 90s, it's, I think. It's like a, imagine a Peloton with no technology. Old school. Some heavy metal and no, like no maybe magnets. Screen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, I don't, uh, I don't even know what I was saying. We were talking about residency. Oh, how I'm going to commute 10 hours mm-hmm. north. Yeah. No, day. but seriously, you should come visit because you'll need to give me. Are you still? Are you still running? What's your running situation? That's a good question. Today I ran three miles in roughly, roughly twenty minutes. Okay. So I'm not in bad shape. Yeah, that's that's running. But there have been easier twenty minute three milers in my life. I'll say that. <laughs> there have been many, but I feel good. I'm doing this uh, corporate five k. Like, are you running for your corporation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's well, your corporation called? It's called Mainstream Engineering. Ooh. So we're in the small companies category from zero to 99. And we're trying to put together a good team and get in contention. Long Doggers was the champions last year. Ooh, that's a small, co- that's I, that's medium. Yeah, I would figure they had more than 100 between all the locations. But yeah, so that's April 19th. And I've really, I've really just started running like March 1st because I was hurt for a while. But like the heel thing again? No, the heel thing is a constant. This is like a foot thing. (laughs) Other foot. But to do some sports med later. Yeah, I'm in. We could do it now. We could do it on air. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Then my, uh, then if I ever like apply for a fellowship, they'll be like, well, I, I listened to that podcast and that was way <laughs> off. <laughs> Your diagnosis was even close. Yeah, I mean, any diagnosis would probably be better than my guesses. Yeah. But anyway, uh, running a little bit. Cool. Well, it, if you're in shape, then we can go running together. Yeah. That's what I'm, where well, that's, I'm getting My at. real goal is to be constantly be in shape enough to run with anyone. That's a good goal. Like, I'm not going to hammer a long run or... I'll ask you a question and you can ask me questions at some point. Okay. Um, I was talking to Kayla about this today when we were running. Kayla Atkinson? Kayla Atkinson, my wife. Okay, yeah. Um, how long do you, like, if you just were, basically didn't do anything, you were just, like, living your life, how yeah. long do you think you... Dad, we got roommates interrupting. Oh man! Oh man! This <laughs> well, is you know this the roommates just, are you know it's a garage. <laughs> um, how long do you think you could just run seven minute pace for like five miles, just like a regular easy run? Oh, how many years without really training more than you know? Like, if I just stopped, like 
Maybe you, you never ran more than like 10 miles a week. Hmm. You were just kind of just... 10 miles a week is like... I've run less than that <laughs> for months and been able to do... Yeah, I was just like, I feel like I, maybe it's because I just run for so long. It's like, it would take a really long time, I think, until that seemed not doable anymore. I, yeah. I hope I don't get there until I'm right. old. If I did 10 miles until a week like for the rest of my life, something. I could do... I think I could do it for a long time. Yeah. Seven minute pace, I'm sure, would start feeling fast once you turn like 55 or something. <laughs> yeah. So Even if you are 35 training. 35 years. Actually, I turn, I'm not 20. I'm 20, closer to 25 than anything. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, man. You got to yeah. move, move out of the parents' house soon. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. No. No, I like calling my parents my roommates. <laughs> That's nice. It's like I have, yeah, I have two older roommates. <laughs> and, uh, you take care of them. Yeah. It's a pretty good setup. Honestly, would recommend it, especially if you can get like a job in your general field, at home. And it's it's a good uh, financial decision. Yeah, that that's probably the biggest plus side. Yeah, that's there's a move. A, there's other additions. I could, I could. I mean, my parents have a big house. I could live in there and probably not see them too much. Yeah. I mean, not that that's what I would want, but yeah. Right. But it can we're happen. walking a fine line because if I agree with you, then I'm in trouble. <laughs> no your parents are great they are great except they'd for be, when they'd be good roommates, roommate or interrupt the podcast yeah it's, it's not it's not kosher all right brian let's talk about um what do you i mean i assume we're going to talk about running a good bit okay we, we can talk about running coaching let's talk about that i'm sure. interested in your your budding coaching career yeah both in the you started an online uh, a business. Yeah, an online coaching business. I, yeah. I, business is, I'd say that's, uh, a, you know, a little more than it is. Yeah. But it's a thing. Okay. And you're also doing high school? Yeah. Yeah, I started coaching high school. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Let's talk about that. I want, I'm very interested in that. Yeah. So the online thing was first, I think. So basically, I've been coaching myself, and I've been coaching Kayla, mm -hmm. my wife, um, since we graduated. And I love exercise physiology. I love reading about it. I, you know, I love thinking about it. You know, it's just like my thing. I, I could, I probably have read twenty to somewhere between twenty and forty books on running, training. Specifically running training, not general yeah. exercise physiology. I've read a, yeah, I've read a couple of just like straight up exercise physiology textbooks yeah. and like stuff like <laughs> that. But like, you know, a lot, you know, like Hanson's Marathon Method and yeah. Arthur Lydiard yeah, and yeah. Percy Ceretti and like historical training. And it's just, I think it's really interesting, like how things have evolved over time. Uh, you know, Bowerman and then, you know, like how Lydiard changed a game and then and then like i would say with marathoning like Renato canova he kind of has changed the game a lot yeah. or at least he's put the change in writing i see the kenyans right the kenyans change the game and then he kind of <laughs> said what they're doing and how how it works but okay um, but when sorry you, when you get into this you're like like when you start checking out running extra yeah training when, did, books, when did i start you, doing that are you like because I want to be a coach, I need to know everything or just a no, pure... just, just pure curiosity and enjoyment of the subject. Okay. Um, I, 
yeah, I, I think that a lot of like my interest in medicine and running, that's kind yeah. of like where they intersect is exercise physiology stuff. Like, you know, I just mm-hmm. love the very specifics right. of, you know, like metabolism and, you know, that's why I like the marathon a lot, I think, is because it's a very, very scientific yeah. thing. You can, go, you can go as deep as you want into how things work with the marathon because it's like... But it feels like also the most abstract in terms of... Yeah, it's hard. Like, yeah, it's hard it's to like figure out. It's more elements in the marathon than any other... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Running event, at least. Yeah, I think that's why it's so addictive to people, too. Because really? it's like... Doing it, or...? Yeah. Like, you know, everyone's like... I'm going to run a marathon and I'm never going to run a marathon again. And then yeah. they run one. And then for two days, they're like, I'm never going to do that again. And then <laughs> they do like 30 of them. Yeah. I My suspicion, at least for me, this is true, was like, there's so many things that went wrong during that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I fixed like a couple of them, then I could get like minutes. Yeah. You know, like there's, you know, you do a 5K. And it has very small, it's very marginal gains. You know, it's like yeah. I ran 14, 14 or whatever during my sophomore year of college. And then I graduated with 14, 10. Right. You know, it's like four seconds. <laughs> and then, like, and I trained a lot and I felt, you know, a lot of things, whatever. But, yeah. um, you know, the marathon, it's like, man, if I just didn't like, if I, maybe if I didn't drop the, those bottles, those three bottles, or maybe if I, you know, there's like all these random yeah. little things. Or what if the weather was 10 degrees cooler? Right. Or, you know, like just all this stuff. It's like, man, I could have been five minutes faster. You well, know? The thing is, it's also like the time you can try it again is like six months from now. Yeah. Which has got to be frustrating. Uh, yeah, that's probably the other thing. Yeah, it's like, I yeah, you can't just say like, man, I'm in shape. I'm going to give it another shot right. next week. Right. Which just is like, what you can with a lot of track events. Yeah. Like in high school, you're racing every week pretty much. Yeah. And you're like, oh, bad mile. Okay, whatever. That's fine. I'm so racing in an hour so I can <laughs> yeah, try a different yeah, event. Yeah, I'll enter the 3200. And How then about that? if that doesn't go well, I'll just give it another try next <laughs> week. And the marathon's like, I feel like the marathon's closest sport is like boxing or like some, mm-hmm. like a fight because it's, there's no real like, regular season or postseason it's like there's two peaks two three i mean three is like kind of a lot of marathons to run the year yeah i'd say most do too yeah so unless you're just trying to get that money yeah like wilson kept saying just ran some random (laughs) marathon (laughs) in japan yeah still fast (laughs) enough to run but you know yeah for his standards that seems slow for like that's just japan no yeah that's just slow i've been really getting really into like understanding japanese running culture oh dang it's so cool it really is <laughs> the depth of japanese marathoning is just like out of control it's insane and they're like is it fair to say that it's, it goes kenya ethiopia and then japan in terms of the marathon i would probably say yeah i would say so yeah they japan doesn't have anybody who's even close to winning anything yeah and they're, they have no medalists like so yeah, but if you're looking, I mean, if you're looking at depth, was it like, I mean, what's his name? Like Yuki Kawachi yeah, Yuki, has yeah, run I mean, more sub two ten marathons than America has in history. <laughs> Is that accurate? I think that's right. He's wow. run, himself. He's run more than all <laughs> Americans have ever run. I mean, yeah, but like <laughs> their strength isn't this one dude. It's like the fact that they have. Yeah, they have like three thousand guys between <laughs> two ten and two fifteen, and yeah. they have like six. Right. Yeah, the Olympic trial standard 
for America is 219. Mm-hmm. If Japan, and we get maybe 200 guys, like I think it's like 150. Yeah, I think at it's the trials and 200. If Japan had that, it would be like literally thousands, thousands of people. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, and they they have a lot of. Uh, it's kind of in, like they have a lot of more money in it. Yeah, like they have that's, more funding that's... for groups. Yes. Yeah. Well, so the, you could do it. It's like, it's all corporate teams. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Like Honda has a team and like all these massive corporations that have nothing do that. to do with. I know. It'd be. Well, it's the just thing no is, one cares here. Yeah. I think that like, okay, so basketball has now started doing sponsors on their jersey. So like. The NBA has? Yeah. I didn't know that. So if you look at like, I can't think of any example, but. I mean, every team has a sponsor, like Nike on one shoulder and then uh, Squarespace on the other. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. It's like NASCAR. Yeah, pretty much. But, like, there's a little bit of dignity in the sense that it's only <laughs> one. It's just plastered one everywhere. One logo, not every inch filled with logos. But, um, yeah, basically, these all every company has a corporate team, and they are full-time athletes because yeah. – but because they, like, they get enough viewers in their big events. Which yeah, is, that like, it's a, it's a real race. publicity. It's thing. like a huge advertising. Yeah, people like group. just straight up watch marathons in Japan. Yeah. Like we watch like football or something. Yeah, that's which wild. by the way, a marathon is like half the time of a football game. So <laughs> it's not as much of a commitment as. Yeah, but it's but boring. There's less drama. It's boring. Yeah. There's less up and down. Yeah. It's like anticipation, a big move. Sometimes that's you, it. <laughs> uh, speaking of big moves, did you see uh, the World Half Marathon Championships? No, but I've read about it. In... Oh, my God. <laughs> Je- Jeffrey Karen Ward closes in 1301. Well, no. 15 to 20K was 1301. Oh, yeah. He closed faster. 6K something, 6 point whatever. It was like 15 minutes. That's yeah. crazy. Unbelievable. What a monster. He's the yeah. next Kipchoge. Um, but anyways, my coaching... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I feel like any non-running listeners, they're gonna I'm, be like, okay. this, is, "This is so boring." Yeah, this is almost as boring. I as thought that, marathon. but <laughs> I get I get feedback from people who aren't runners that say Coach Butler episode was the best one. Oh, ever. I love that episode. I learned so much about him yeah. that I didn't know. Yeah, same here. And I mean, I felt like we got really into the weeds about running. Yeah, and everyone was like, "No, that was." I mean, it's just like a guy who knows after 20, 40 years of running knows. Okay, he didn't run for 40 years, 30 years of running. He, like, knows his stuff, and, like, you can tell the passion in, like, the way that he talks about everything and how yeah, he still cool. knows, like, all the times he ran and places he got. It's, like, crazy. But <laughs> Yeah, he's I pulling out stuff. Yeah. So many people's names and numbers. I was like, oh, my gosh. This yeah. is awesome. I was, like, looking up the results from the junior college marathon <laughs> championship the next day. I'm like, yeah, he's that's, 100% that's accurate. Yeah, so speaking of coaching... Speaking of coaching, do they call so, you yeah. Coach Brian or Coach Atkinson? Um, or Coach Doctor. Some they most of them just say Coach. Yeah. Some of them, the high schoolers, that is my online people. They just you know they're like older than me or my age, so they just <laughs> yeah. call me Brian. Okay. Uh, but one of them calls me Coach At. Okay. He thought that was very creative, so I that's, <laughs> that's fine. You can call me whatever you want to call just me. Just no bad words. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really fun. I, yeah. So the the story with that was their their cross country coach he who usually does 
track. Mm-hmm. This is a Freedom High School. It's a high school like right next to where we live, um, like two miles away. Okay. Uh, so in Tampa. So their cross country coach, he usually does track the distance kids, but he has two young kids that he wanted to spend some time with. So mm-hmm. he's just going to do cross country because that's the fun one. Okay. And so there was an opening. So I took it. Um, so yeah, it's like, uh, so you just took, it's not, it's mo- not a huge team. It's, it's like nine guys. For you, yeah. It's all saying. about the money. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, on the, like whatever you want to call it, the onboarding process to be allowed to coach if you're not, to old, what? like to like get the paperwork oh. to become a coach. If you don't already really? work in the school system, it was the, it was like <laughs> more than medical school. I, if I, yeah. If I would have known how long and how arduous that would have been, I would yeah. have just volunteered and like, <laughs> cause it was not like, I probably spent like, I'm going to end up getting like, you know, like 10 bucks an hour just for the amount yeah. of time it took me to do the paperwork. <laughs> But anyways, wow. um, there's like, I think nine, eight, eight or nine guys and okay. then like four, four girls. Seems like a good so, size to start Yeah. With. Yeah. That's a good starting. And, and these a, are all people who run cross country. Yeah. They, it's basically the cross country team. And you're just in part of the distance. Yeah. And then there's squad. like spring coaches and stuff and yeah. they're, and they're the head coaches too. So I, yeah. I don't, I just tell them what events I want my kids to run and <laughs> okay. they figure out how to do it. Any fighting matches? Um, no. That you know, I I feel like this is generally true across the board for distance kids. I don't know why, but they all are pretty. They're all good students, like very yeah. good students. And they like like when I before I got like my paperwork in, so I wasn't allowed to go to practice. Mm-hmm. They just like ran practice on their own and like did like track workouts. And, really, like they just did it. So, I don't know. I'm surprised. I feel like we would have. Yeah, I guess we would have. My but team and your team. It's hard to know because we both had good, like really good teams yeah, with a lot true. of with a coach who was like super into it, mm-hmm. and we just like kind of went into it. And there's all the structure, and everybody ran on weekends together, yeah. and it was just kind of a thing. That's true. I don't know what happened if I was just like flying solo. Not that I mean they had a coach already, and they already had a team and stuff. So yeah. maybe that's why. So you're, co- I mean, that's a pretty nice advantage to come into a team that's already self s- self reliant. Yeah, in some I, yeah. I basically just like, you know, structured the workouts. Yeah. And you know, I give them some pointers and run with them on that's easy cool. days. So, yeah, that's like pretty much every afternoon I do that. So, um, nice. when I don't have like a rotation or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's really fun. You got yeah. any kids doing like a hundred mile weeks yet? No, no, I think <laughs> actually one guy, our top guy, he's like, he runs a lot. He goes by time. Okay. Um, which like, that's how he's always done it. So I'm not gonna, you know, change his process or whatever, but, yeah. um, I would imagine he's probably close to like 70 something, Okay. which he's seven, probably 70 to 80 range, nice. which he's been doing for a long time. He's kind of, you know, he's just, he just kind of does his thing and I just help him along. Okay. So how would you descri- describe your training style? Is it like Daniel's method? Is it the Atkinson method? Is it, <laughs> uh, when's, when's the book coming out? <laughs> Atkinson training <laughs> method. Um, 20 to 40 years or 20 to 40 books worth of information. Yeah. All consolidated. Into one. <laughs> um, 
I, well, I would say I'm very, you're not going to, you will be surprised by this, I'm sure. I'm very strength-based, uh, which, ba- you know, for non-running people. Actually, honestly, strength-based is the most generic term that could mean literally anything, right. depending on who you ask what that means, yeah. even, even in the running world. So what I mean is, uh, like, for the high schoolers, I'm just trying to get them to run a little bit more, mm-hmm. at, you know, progressively. Because, like, most of them... I listened to um, this one guy. Um, what's it? He goes, but he goes by Tin Man, but that's not his act. Tom Schwartz. Okay. Uh, he he's coached a bunch he of coaches, really good, uh, uh, high schoolers. He coached um, what's his face, Drew Hunter. Yeah. He also coaches. He coaches Drew Hunter right now. I think he coaches and, Morgan. Oh, really? Yeah. Or he did. I, Morgan, I think Morgan's, Morgan's doing now doing triathlons, but he was coaching him. I, I think Morgan's gonna be really good at triathlons. Yeah, he's gonna be really. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be a boss at triathlons. Yeah, because he was like he's like a state level swimmer in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that just like confirms what I kind of had yeah. a hunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, he his advice. I remember him saying like it was like you know this what's, is Tin Man. Yeah, it was okay. like what's one piece of advice you give to high school coaches? And then his advice was to get your athletes to be able to run an hour every day before you do anything else. Wow like workouts or anything, which I haven't gone that extreme. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's way farther than I would think. Yeah. An hour every day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like granted, if you're running 10 minute pace, then it's six miles, which isn't that far. Yeah. But like still, so, I mean, but I've taken that into heart but, to mean like, you know, to be build the, strength. The, the biggest thing you can do to be good at running is to run, yeah. you know? And so if you don't run that much, then you're not going to be good. So right. run more. To you know, this is the basic thing. You can't run. You can't just start running hundred mile weeks. You'll get yeah. But, um, so we do that, and then very very light track work. Yeah. I think that you can get burned out on track work pretty easily, like like race pace mile and stuff. Okay. And we do. So we have a track workout, tempo run, and a long run, and we run the rest of the days. That's beautiful. It's very basic. <laughs> yeah. And the tempo runs, like they, most of them have never done anything even resembling a tempo run before so um, so is the problem there they basically race it or uh they all the i don't think this is unique to my team everybody goes out no matter what the race is (laughs) (laughs) they go out like it's an 800 in at least the first lap yeah and then what you're talking about during their tempo runs or in races races? but in you know it kind of extends into everything like the tempo run they still go out too fast but right. not you know just like probably what they should be going out in races or something you know yeah what I mean? yeah but uh so just yeah. tell them they're doing an easy run yeah and then exactly. they'll start at tempo exactly. pace and then so i yeah i think in. the biggest thing for tempo runs is like so let's expo- for, yeah, yeah just tempo define- run, a tempo run is like uh kind of like running moderately fast not as fast as you race mm-hmm. slower than like your 5k race pace what but, kind of distance? Um, I'm having them. I was. I've built them up to most of them three miles. Okay. Uh, but you know, because I I'm actually with this corporate 5K team. I'm kind of like become like the runner guy. So. Oh, you're the coach. Essentially. Oh, nice. Which is I've reluctant. Like I'm reluctant to take that title and like the responsibility, but that's just because I naturally like take running things more seriously than other people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, here's what I've been doing. Yeah. Tell me the tempo run. So I think that the biggest 
tempo runs are hard, right? Like, because you're like you're saying they're hard or hard they feel to do hard. Right. They yeah. feel hard. Yeah. Like I, I've I've always liked tempo runs, but they're like tough mentally. Right. To just because it's like you're not like psyched like you are in a race, so mm-hmm. it feels ever the pace feels harder than yeah. a race does at least at the beginning and stuff. So basically, they like. A weren't really strong enough, I think, physically, but also I think just like mentally, grinding out three whole miles at like a moderate pace yeah. was just like just not a thing that they were ready for. So I broke it up into segments. Okay. So I like started with like, well, f- first I only did like two miles, but okay. I would do like, I don't remember how much I broke it up, like four times eight hundred at tempo pace okay. with like like 30 seconds to a minute rest yeah yeah so it wasn't really actually rest but it was just so they could imagine like i'm gonna be done in right and then i you know close it you know then two by a mile and yeah then is three these on the track three by a mile like how do you manage that yeah i've been doing it on the track because okay. i just can't really yeah, don't have like a good course oh, that okay. i can do it on so i wish i wasn't but that's yeah. the best way yeah like three by so they're at like three by a mile now with like a minute rest okay so which is basically three mile tempo run in disguise yeah more or less so but i but if i told them run three miles straight on the track i think they would like right start yeah they would just totally lose cabin pressure i think by <laughs> the second mile or something right right so that's 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 what i've been doing so is that pretty much your general like someone comes to you and says i want to get into running you say to them okay let's try and like how do you break that down i don't want to yeah tell you to so uh my mom just the first couple I'm weeks coaching my mom yeah did, did you know this a little bit uh so my mom for those who don't know her carolyn she's she hates exercise of all types it doesn't matter running biking swimming mm-hmm. basketball you know <laughs> if it's if it's an activity that's more than a leisurely walk then she generally does not enjoy it yeah which is just like polar opposite to the whole rest of our family. <laughs> right. My dad is like, you know, like on the other end of the spectrum where like, if he's not hammering a workout every day, then he starts feeling depressed. Yeah. And so where do you, where you, do you know, lie on the spectrum? Oh yeah. I'm Closer, like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm like that. I mean, I enjoy a nice relaxing run, but if I go more than a day or two without doing some sort of exercise, like I just feel horrible. Yeah. I feel like sleepy all day. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm in a haze. See, I kind of go between both of those extremes. Like mm. the, for a majority of my... Yeah, see, I've seen that in your logs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've actually just quit logging altogether. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's very accurate. It's like if I'm running, if I like go for a run during the run, I'm like, okay, here's what it's going to take for me to qualify for the trials. <laughs> like, it's that extreme. And then, like, if I take a day off, I'm like, you know, <laughs> if I put on 20 pounds, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's just running. Like, it's, like, the days off, I'm just, like, so indifferent to the whole sport. And, like, <laughs> I don't yeah, even think I'm of it as a sport. Way. It's, like, this burden. Yeah, it's weird. I think that for me, so I'm, like, kind of uh, thinking about residency Mm-hmm. and running and how i'm not gonna be able to really train hard probably yeah because residencies residencies very hours, intense right? technically limited at 80 hours a week uh but i've heard that's not 
the case was you don't actually only work 80 hours a week. Okay. So, um, you know, and sometimes it's nights and sometimes it just seems it's, it's a very busy and stressful yeah. time. So I'm not going to be able to run as much. And I'm kind of wondering, like, does that start August or July 1st is the official first day of residency in America, but we have like a orientation, like that starts like June 20 okay. somethings. So that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go to any teaching hospitals on July 1st. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get sick in July. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so it's kind of sad. I'm, I'm sad. So for me, cause for me, like, I, I don't know, I guess I'm a very goals person. Mm-hmm. I just like having goals. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're, you know, I set arbitrary goals and I just like, like trying to get them. Yeah. And running is like, it's just the best for that, you know? Cause you just like, yeah. you make it, it's the most pure version of that where you just, here's a goal. Here's the time it is like the exact date that the goal will occur. Right. And then I'm going to schedule out every single day of how I'm going to achieve the goal. Yeah. And then I just do it. And then like, you know, it is so simple. It's great. Yeah. I love it. There's very few things in life that are like that. You know, like I, you know, medical school, I don't know. You have like goals and stuff. I'm trying to think like in work, you have a goal of like reaching some level or something, but it's so right. dependent on stuff. A million like, other uh, things, yeah, yeah, how everybody like, else does. And right. like, did this person pull their weight and like help you out? And How's did I get lucky? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Just like random crap. And like running is just like, Nope, you just, did you put it in the work? And you know, there's, yeah. there are factors, but generally yeah, it's about control. as close as you can get to just like, I yeah, input equals output, which is nice. Yeah. That's true. It's nice to have something like that in life, I think. I think that's why I I mean, I think that's... Or training. That's why I like training. Yeah, training is nice in that way. But for you, it's not... That's not the whole deal. You also enjoy the physical... I like just running. Active running. So that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping the best case scenario, since I won't be able to, like, train... I'm hoping that I go to Asheville and then there'll be these beautiful trails mm-hmm. and mountains and stuff. And I'll just, you know, enjoy getting out there and running. Okay. That's, that's my, that's my game plan at least. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I was talking to Kayla when we were running the other day in Flywoods park, which is like our, our trails. Your everyday run. Yeah. We spot. live very close to it. It's just like, it's a big old park that has like a bunch of single track trails yeah. and also like a, asphalt trail that's nice mm. um and i was just like you know i think about people there's people who live in cities or not just live in melbourne and they just like never have ever experienced just being out in nature yeah and it's that's so depressing to me yeah it really is like that's i that's that's like that's maybe the most wonderful part of running yeah just you go for like an hour and you're just out there with your thoughts right and you just like hearing birds and that's it yeah and that's um i mean that's one of the big not draws but it's like i talked about this with ellen on the first podcast it was like when i whatever's happening if i have time to go for a run then it's like it's just like a comfortable place to be yeah even if it's I'm out of place. shape, it's like I can put my phone down, 
There's no contact with anyone. There's no mm-hmm. notifications. There's no... It's just like focusing on the run. And it's weird how much we think about running when we're running. Because like people ask, yeah, what, what do you, you think, think about? about? And yeah. it's like embarrassing to admit how much it's like, well, I think about my form a lot. I think about like yeah. my next run. I think about like the current run. I think about it's a... Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a zen It doesn't thing. get I, that uh, old. What is it? Um, What's the term? Mindfulness. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Basically, you're... Do- yeah i think about it all the time what do you think when you think about when you're running you run for like what i run for i'm running 100 miles a week yeah that's then that's i don't know i can't do math it's a lot of hours <laughs> yeah um i i there's that i don't think about that much Seven, i don't know what i'm, I don't know what I'm thinking roughly? about roughly i don't think probably about. faster than that more than that or less than that 700 minutes 650 yeah 600 minutes ish 600 minutes so, um, yeah, it's a lot of time in a week. Yeah. It's, I always think, I will say that that's as a, whatever to this, that I sometimes I have a hard time imagining people not thinking the same way I think about things. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> so I got to take myself out of it, but I really, I've tried to do that with this. And I really, really think that every human being would enjoy running if they really waited long enough and by way long enough, I mean, if there's, there's a, there's a steep curve and at the beginning, every run, every moment of it, (laughs) because you're so out of shape, right. It's going to be miserable. Like if I think if I was running and every time I ran, it was an all out effort running, it would be awful. It'd be terrible. And so you got, it's, you got to truck through that and it's going to take a long time. It's going to take like maybe months, depending on how out of shape you are. Yeah. And then, but at some point you're going to be able to go for an hour and run the whole time. And it's not, it will, there will be very little effort. There'll be no mental yeah. effort and very, it will feel physically not hard at all. I th- you got to get there Yeah. and then tell me you don't like it. They get there and tell me you don't like it. and want to do it like on a, at least five times a week or something. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's fun. Like I kind of see what you're saying. I think that very, very few Americans at least like, it's like you like don't wait that long. You they, don't hate they, running. You hate being in a lot of pain and not being able yeah. to breathe enough. And like your legs are sore. Like, it's peop- yeah, that's what I, I say that about, the, it's what I say about any gym equipment. Yeah. Like the bike thing or the stair step right. thing or whatever. Like I hate I do that. have a hard time. I hate a hard that. time believing anyone likes the stair stepper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm but like, that just feels hard to me the whole time. Right. Right. And like, that's what people say about running. And I get, and they're like, you're like, you know, your knees hurt afterwards and you're banging around and you feel like your like arms are going everywhere. Yeah. It's like, Hey, you just got, you gotta like your body, you have to learn how to do it. Yeah. It's not, it's not just inborn really. Right. All right. So that's my challenge. I, I, I think that I, I really do. I really think that everyone will love running. Your mom was going to be a good test. Yeah. So she, uh, yeah, she just She's ran the, her first she, 5k. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. She ran it. And which one? I don't know what it's called, but it's in downtown Melbourne like this past weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. For people who don't run at all, my this so my mom was kind of like my my guinea pig yeah. for coaching. I I had her basically alternate minutes of walking and running. So, mm-hmm. it started cuz she's like she walks yeah. a lot. So, she's not like, you know, like, you know, like muscle atrophy on the couch yeah, or something. Yeah. But like uh yeah i just had her 
she'd do like 10, start off like 10 minutes of walking, one minute of running. And then just very slowly, 10 minutes, two minutes, eight minutes, two minutes, five minutes, whatever, three minutes. And then, you know, slowly turn it over until she's running more than she's walking. Yeah. And then she did this 5K and she, I think she walked for two 30, 30 second segments and one one minute segment or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she all pretty much ran the whole thing. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. And she enjoyed it? I think she, I, I think she, uh, she's enjoyed the process and being, feeling like she's improving and stuff. I don't think she's quite at the place where she just like feels like she can go out for a nice jaunt. Yeah. Okay. I I think it's still kind of like, she still kind of feels awkward when she's running and she's not like quite, quite that, that level I'm talking about yet, but she's, I think she's enjoyed the whole process of it though. She feels stronger, I think. Who's harder to coach, your wife or your mother? <laughs> um, I feel like they're both pretty receptive. They, yeah, they're actually both pretty easy, to yeah. be fair. Um, Kayla, I think that she is a little bit more, uh, you have to like think about her mental game mm-hmm. a lot. She she doesn't give herself enough credit. Like she always thinks that she's not as good as she is. Yeah. And I kind of have to like talk her up talk her into it like, right no, it's actually, also it's probably hard to compare because one's like yeah one's big performance so kayla it's for kayla reese she ran her first marathon in january oh yeah she's she does she did she already get it when she was on the this get podcast get yeah the, she, yeah yeah that already happened oh, okay so you know your loyal listeners <laughs> old will already know but yeah she got pretty, the olympic trial standard and ran 241 in her first marathon pretty good yeah she is she's uh you know i'd like to take full credit for that but I think that she's sort of built for the marathon and is, you know, sort of tough as nails. It's, it's, it's the crazy thing about her. Cause like sometimes I like, I, and I, this is not going to be new to her. I hope she's not mad at me that I would share this, but like she, sometimes she has the worst mental attitude, yeah. you know, like she'll just be like before work. I just like, I feel terrible. Like this is going to go horribly, <laughs> you know, like all these bad things. Yeah. And then she'll just do it. You know, I, it'll be a hard work. Like, it'll be right. like, you know, like, you know, three by a mile, three by three mile at like half marathon pace <laughs> or something. <laughs> and she'll just like, yeah, I feel horrible. Like everything hurts. I, you know, I had a horrible day at work today. My legs yeah. feel like garbage. And then she'll just knock it out. <laughs> and, just, and I'm like, well, God, like. I've like, never had that experience. I've never I gone know. into, I've, anytime I'm like, Oh, I don't feel good at all. It's like it goes horribly. It's gonna be a bad. That's day. most people. That's like I, she's so she's just like mentally, she's it's, she's very she's sort of enigma because she's yeah. she sort of needs to be coached up a lot, but at the same time she's just like tough as nails. Yeah. Like when Which she's when she's running, coach. yeah, when yeah. she's actually doing the thing, she just like she will run through walls. Like yeah. she, it just doesn't. She's super super tough. I think it's just mostly beforehand she kind of has a lot of doubts that you got to yeah that she has to kind of talk out of herself. But when she's running it's just like ridiculous how at how much pain she can handle. Do you feel like you have similar strengths as a runner? Cuz I think of you like kind of always have as like a just tough runner who can just who maybe is like 80% of the talent of the people next to him but can just find a way to either grind it out or train hard enough that you have overcome like yeah 
What do you well, think thank your, you. your I like that. biggest strengths are as a runner? I know it's an uncomfortable yeah, I think, thing to I talk think, about yourself. I think that my biggest strength is probably my durability. Yeah. Like I've had very, very few injuries. And um, I think I think it's like Prefontaine. He said something. This is this was probably my favorite quote, although I can't quote it directly from Prefontaine, but it's something along the lines of like um, – work ethic is a talent as well. You know, like people yeah. don't consider the ability to work hard regularly as a talent, but yeah, but I'd say that's probably that in my, it's a good combination. I, I'm willing to work really hard and work hard every day on a consistent basis and my body can handle it. Yeah. And do you think that generally my body can handle it? Yeah. Do you think that's something you've always had? Like, have you always just been like a good worker? Cause I think like you got good grades. Like did it apply to yeah, other things? I I think is it's kind of my nature. I think that a lot of it I got from my dad. Yeah. I mean both of my parents are incredibly hard workers. They're both my both my parents are doctors and they both are, you know, really good at what they do yeah. and they're consistent people. But I think my dad is the one that I kind of like learned he so I, I he instilled that in or whatever yeah like just the idea of uh like if you're not gonna if you're not gonna give everything you can at something then why are you even like doing it yeah like either do it or don't do it and right it's like give it everything you have or just don't don't even give it like a thought sort of a thing so he would say things like that all the time yeah um, and he was like, he was a really good tennis player back in the day. And then he got really into running and, you know, so, um, yeah, I'd say it's a combination, but I think it's a little bit my nature. Like I am a pretty like consistent person. Like I, I like the routine, you know, like, yeah, that's probably an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Like, you might be the like most just a, just a disciplined little, scheduled person yeah. I've ever yeah, met. Yeah. Obsessive compulsive <laughs> personality disorder level. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's an example. I've probably had this breakfast every day for the last six years. Actually? Oatmeal, uh, I have oatmeal with cinnamon and raisins, milk base, and two pieces of fruit chopped up. The fruit changes around? The fruit can change. That's okay. a variety. So, I'll, you know, I, I can have all sorts of fruit. I don't you know melons or yeah. pineapple or... And the oatmeal can change as well. It's not always like Quaker, old-fashioned. No, the oatmeal is exactly the same. Okay. I have old-fashioned oats that with milk, one cup of oats, two cups of milk, a handful of raisins, a couple things of cinnamon. Have you bit, done like the calorie breakdown on this? You know the macros no. of it all? No. It just... I just... That's just my thing. It just works. Every day. Every morning. That's crazy. Yeah, I do. I do like three. Yeah, I I am very much the opposite. I got for I've been eating. I've just been skipping breakfast recently. I had to do some overnight oats during rotations because, like, during <laughs> surgery rotation, it would be like you have. Not, I had to get there. You wouldn't have enough time. I'd have to get there at like three thirty in the morning, so I wasn't hungry yet. Whoa. Yeah. So like, I would bring breakfast, and then eventually, after doing rounds and stuff, would eat at like six or something. Yeah. Or worst case scenario would bring it but then we'd round and then immediately there'd be like a surgery that we had to hurry and get to and then i wouldn't eat anything until like three in the afternoon or something okay 
That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get rattled by your schedule being thrown off? <laughs> I think you know the answer. <laughs> Yes, I do. I think I like to say like, is, are I you, have improved. Are you nervous for rotations for that reason? Because it's just going to be like pretty hectic? Um, or is it more scheduled than I'm envisioning? It's not, but uh, I I think for me, as long as I, uh, as long as I know. Yeah. You know. Even even if it's like, hey, yeah. we're going to let you know right now. Yeah. Then you Kayla might, will do this. Who knows this when is, you're going to work. Is, this is, you know, Kayla's like learning me. Yeah. Um, and this is one of the things that she picked up very quickly. It was like, if she just lets me know, yeah, not like, you know, at least several hours or like a classic for me is like, it could be something good. Just like something that I will definitely want. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey Brian, like instead of, um, like mopping the floor, like you're playing to, like I asked you to do, uh, like I want us to. Um, go to dinner with Jordan, your best friend, Jordan Chambers <laughs> and his wife. Um, like I, even something like that, I'll be like, no, that was the plan was the floors. <laughs> I can't do that. I got to do the floors. So she'll like do it like days in advance. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to change the plan here. Or she'll like, you know, Hey, uh, what do you think about getting dinner instead of doing this? Don't answer right now. Just think about it for a few minutes yeah. and then get back with me. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then uh, once I, you know, once I get it in my head for a little bit and toss it around, it's like, okay, that's actually yeah. a good idea. And how do you handle other people who are not like that? Ugh. Are you like everyone else's? You mean you mean bad people? Just living in chaos <laughs> and mayhem and it's sometimes no sometimes I'm jealous of them, but yeah. most of the time I just think like, uh, your life is so inefficient. Mm. <laughs> 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 some some i enjoy i i appreciate their freedom yeah. i'd say yeah. i mean what would you where would you say you fall on this map uh pretty much in the bad person according bad to you per- yeah category. i'd say you're one of my the least like me friends of yeah mine, yeah yeah of my friends i was thinking about that earlier when i was like thinking about the podcast it's like a lot of people might think because we're both, you know, raised in the church and ran and both went to Duke, that there's be a lot of similarities <laughs> there, and that's probably where they end. Yeah, those are the similarities. You got and, them. <laughs> and then there's a million other things. Where yeah, we're op- we're opposites. Yeah, we have similar taste in ways. comedy. I think. I agree. I I've been uh, I've been doing Pandora. Yeah. John Mulaney channel. It's I'm good. going to see him actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, he's he is so funny. Yeah. I'm Have you really watched uh, on Netflix the stand-ups? The I've watched the first they had like a season they had like four comedians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to guess who you're going to say. Nate Bargatze. I can't I can't remember anybody's names. Okay. Well, I think That's a huge him. character flaw of mine. Not knowing characters names. I'm not knowing anybody's names. <laughs> 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 Especially what Like close friends. If I if I haven't read it then I don't know it. You okay. Could, you could introduce me yeah self to me heck even people i like should like even people i know sometimes i like right not like you i know you no, too I know. well but like you know <laughs> like people i definitely like know i know their names it's in there yeah but it's like way <laughs> draw back blank there. On... yeah i draw blanks all the time <laughs> i don't even try it's not even part of my thing to say people's names i just say man and that's really bad dude i mean stuff. yeah i don't i feel like i don't say names that much off either yeah it's not it's not really necessary but it's i 
I know like a social psychology and so like a social psychology thing is that people really like to hear you say their name. Yeah, that's true. So I, I it's kind of comforting. Yeah, it's nice, Daniel. When I started, wow, <laughs> <laughs> just felt chills. <laughs> when I started working at you know an office, which is where I work, it's just like a standard picture of the office, <laughs> and that's not too far off, but like a little bigger. There's so many people. Do you have a Pam? Uh, yes. What do that's you mean a yes. by this? You have a Pam. Like a receptionist or like? No, you're Jim. Oh no no no. Well no. Whoa. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> yes. It no no. We, there's no Pam. Oh. There's no. If I'm Ryan, there's no Kelly. If I'm. You gotta get a Pam, man. Um, do you, are you looking for a Pam? Sure. Like you just. I'm you know, not actively. You know my Pam. my Pam, she just kind of fell into my lap. I, I think about that all the time. How lucky that was. It's pretty or lucky. I I don't know. I don't think it was luck. I you know I do think that. God, so every God everyone is Jim in this universe. Everyone's looking for a Pam because everyone is Jim. I don't know. Some people don't don't, don't want a Pam. Some people could. I didn't be even I didn't Ryan. even know I hadn't even thought about a Pam before when my Pam showed up. Whoa! Really. I they never even. It was even, pretty late I in the game. <laughs> I wasn't even there yet. I was not mentally there to be like, I need a girlfriend. I want a partner. Yeah. I do it. I don't even think. I think, maybe I was like. I imagine that I will have a family someday. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That was as far as I had thought <laughs> yeah. about it. It'll it'll work itself out. Yeah. I, no, I I think it's a little bit too selfish. A little bit too like, trying to do my thing. Trying to just like do school and get faster at running and yeah the things i want to do and she showed up that's nice yeah i, I i'm so grateful that's the way it went because it's hard being yeah single the thing is i'm people. not like i'm not um, saying that i'm not i'm not saying this is you but i know a lot of people who are single and really want to have a oh yeah that's not where i'm at it sucks it sounds like, like it sucks it does sound like it sucks but write it out i don't know there's good things about being single yeah Lots of good things. Married, being married is pretty awesome too, though. Yeah, I'll say. I I didn't have a lot of like single life. I got married sort of, sort of young. Pretty young. Yeah, right out of college. Yeah, that's pretty young. Normal for Southerners. Young for everyone else. Yeah. Old for middle ages. For the middle ages. If you're a girl. That's true. Young for me, <laughs> old for Kayla. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I don't know. I'm not a middle middle age historian. Yeah. But it seems to be a lot of older guys and younger girls. Which doesn't fly that much anymore. Not cool. Not cool. It's gross. It's called progress. It's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know, what were we talking about with running? I feel like we're running, in the middle of something. Coaching. Running's awesome. I love easy running. Oh. Let's talk about, see, so you're a guy who likes order. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The marathon, which is probably your event. It's my favorite. Yeah. That's the least order. I'm probably the I'd best, but my best event, I think it'll always be the half marathon. That's my guess. Really? Yeah. What's equivalent to your PR in the half, in the full? Like, because your PR is. I ran 104.45 in the half. I yeah. think that's on most charts. It's kind of in the 216 territory. Really? Yeah, and I've run 221. But all three of the ones I've done, I've bombed hard. What What are your three times, three results? So my, my first 
one was the Olympic trials in LA, which, which was, was uh, 89 degrees. It felt like somewhere <laughs> roughly a hundred yeah. million degrees <laughs> or more. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was a rough start. And, uh, man, I, I think about my <laughs> mental view. I think it's, I think it's only, it's not possible for people who have not run a marathon to get to know what's coming. Yeah. You know? It's just like kind of a different, it's a different thing. It doesn't matter how long you've been running, whatever else you've been running. I mean, but most people are not looking to run their first marathon one yeah. at the Olympic trials and two, like in the most difficult field <laughs> yeah. in America. Yeah, it was a, yeah. And but I think also, like my mind's, I mean, I basically said, well, I looked at the charts and I said, right. I can run 216 something. Oh, because of half marathon yeah, predictions. That's, yeah. So I'll just do that. And so, and I, you know, I did change it because it was so No hot. offense. Yeah. I was going to say you're too I smart changed, of a guy. Yeah, I, I changed it adjust. to, but I did not adjust enough. Okay. And the other thing is like, advice for any sub elite or people who are just trying to run a good marathon. Yeah. Like who are worried about their time. I mean, not just trying to finish mm-hmm. your first marathon, be conservative. Yeah. Enjoy it. Don't, you know I mean? Just like, it's going to be, you're going to have plenty of time to run faster. Just like get a feel for what it's like. I mean, run hard. Yeah. This is, I mean, Kayla, I think that Kayla is, I felt like Kayla was capable based on her fitness of running under 240. Yeah. And but and she was She planned, ended up she, running 241. She ran 241, but that was a huge negative split. Yeah. Like she was sure the plan well, was so to run. It's time to run a negative split if you go out conservative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got 13 miles. Right. So like um like she the goal was for her to get under 245, which is the Olympic trial standard. Right. And she was running She went out a little pace? bit too fast. She oh, okay. went she was being paced by Dina Castor, which is amazing. And they had a few like fast miles. So it was a little bit quick, quicker than she was expecting. For but, the half or what? Yeah. Through the half. I don't remember what she actually okay. went through in, but, and then she negative split super hard and it was awesome. She had like the yeah. best day ever. It was so fun. That's, that's the way it should go. <laughs> is that, that's not the way you, I when's your next marathon? It. I'm going to run. The plan is to run grandma's. Cause you're in the thick of it right now. Training wise. Uh, kind of at the beginning of it. So yeah. grandma's is in mid June. Okay. So basically it's like the week before intern year starts. So it's like my final salute yeah. to the marathon and hopefully I get the trials time. So, I mean, I don't really know why I want to get <laughs> <laughs> Dude, more you should, you should treat years. it. I don't know who it was, but like, Oh, that guy that like drank beer and stuff. Yeah. The trials. Yeah. I should be that. It guy. doesn't seem like you, but I probably won't drink beer cause I don't drink alcohol, but wait, really? at yeah. all no no yeah i don't drink i've seen you i, I mean, will, i'm not I'll calling you like, out i'm saying like it's been a while i have yeah, like yeah. sips and stuff um yeah i right when i turned in college and stuff i when i turned 21 i was like oh i guess i can drink now so i had like a couple of drinks yeah and then um there's like a very long family history on both sides well, actually, my mom's, we don't really know, but, like, her, not, I guess it doesn't matter. It's not yeah. genetic, but there's just, like, all these long, all the way down, yeah, like, yeah. tons of alcoholism. And I have a, and I know I have a very addictive personality. Right. Because I just, like, just, you know, that's how I am with stuff. 
You just happen to pick up running at a young age. Yeah, yeah, I got addicted to running, which is a nice one. Uh, but especially you know, especially when you're really dirty. But I get like, I mean, I you know, like I have like a huge. I, I it's not the same, but I think like psychologically, it's the same. Like I like I get super. I like if, like desserts and stuff. Mm. I go nuts. I have way too much. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I'll just not. Yeah. It doesn't taste that great. I respect it. I'll just you know. It doesn't taste that great. It's not, it's just, everyone is for lying. me, for me, I would rather, I mean, I, I can, I'm sure I could get into it and, you know, Asheville with the whole brewery scene, that's kind of sad, but, um, I, you know, I'd rather take my, I would rather eat a brownie than have yeah. however or chocolate many. milk, chocolate. If milk. we're talking like drink to drink comparisons, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Who's picking a beer over chocolate milk, mm, chocolate milk. Have you had a Yoohoo recently? No, I haven't. Don't. Yeah. It sucks. I have no desire. Don't leave it in your childhood memories. See, chocolate milk. Okay. I posted a picture of like, so I went to the grocery store after I was at the gym and I got a chocolate, I got a quart of chocolate milk, which is four servings. And by the time I checked out, it was gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can't really suck those things down, man. It's just like, that was a lot of chocolate, especially a lot of chocolate milk. And I got made fun of because I'm an adult. <laughs> kids can only have delicious That's things. That's what I thought. I'm like, no kid's putting down however many ounces of chocolate milk I just put down. And I don't know. Maybe it was the drinking in the store I got made fun of for. But like, mm, I, I just I love it. I love a drink in the store. Yeah. I'm always very, parched. especially when I run out, I'm very tempted to just find a trash can. and. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be it, stealing though. Um, but that this would be reminds free me. chocolate milk also. So the, when I was in high school, this yeah. is the best. My high, dad. High school is the best, or <laughs> high school is not the best. <laughs> but if you peaked at high school, then yeah, then you're not sorry. that you abnormal. Peaked. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's a little sad. Ah, uh, yeah. Anyways, in high school, running the, the weekend tradition was to do a long run, and often we would go down to Jungle Trail, which is in Sebastian, which mm-hmm. is half an hour south, twenty-five minutes south of our house. And my dad um, would bike with us. And this is Florida, summer. It's like 8,000 degrees. And you're like so humid and mm-hmm. sweating so much. And then he would have at the end like a cooler and he'd pop it open and he'd have, uh, he froze chocolate milks overnight. Oh, wow. And then, but then in the cooler, they kind of started melting a little yeah. and they were just like, dude, milk from shakes. a cooler is like, they were like, they were, the they were still ever. a little frozen though. So they were, they were chocolate milk wow. shakes. And it was just the best thing. And it would kind of, you know, it was so cold and it would kind of like melt as you're drinking it on the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That, and he used to, uh, he'd free, he'd like soak hats in water and freeze them and then have like the cooler with him on the bike. That's like Salazar. Yeah, Salazar level. But, you know, it wasn't really for performance. It was just for that, like that feeling. That's how it starts though. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so good. Man. Uh, Yeah, that chocolate milk. That's one, that's like, um, were you ever were you ever a part of <laughs> of Joe Joey Elser and uh, Moverman's Mike Moverman's top visceral feelings no. discussion? <laughs> chocolate milk's on there for you. I I think that first for me it's chocolate milk, but even like a, just a cold water that first drink after yeah. you've gone on a really long run and it's hot and you're just like super super yeah. thirsty. Yeah, it's worth getting into running up to a long run for <laughs> yeah it's like yeah just put in a year of running and then eventually you can run 
12 miles. And then when you run 12 miles and it's a little too hot, you can come home and experience one of the and just get best that drinks. Drink. Yeah, you think, you think you've been thirsty and gotten a drink, but you haven't right. until you've done a long run in Florida. Yeah, or wherever, especially Florida. And, or in the south somewhere, so it's humid. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth the pain. We'll save the other four on the top five for another Yeah, some of them are not appropriate, <laughs> I don't think. But most of them are fine. Another one, when it's super cold. And you go, most of them do it running, obviously. Yeah. yeah, super cold. And then you get that first hot shower. Yeah. That first step in, which is, it's actually almost like a little bit painful, but it's like a good pain. Cause yeah. Cause it's like kind of prickly. And then it like alleviates itself. Cause yeah. you adjust oh, that's it. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Those are two good ones. Yeah. Those are good. Another, if you have to, when you had to pee for a really long time and you finally get to go pee, that's a good one. I've started every time I do that every time i like hold to the point of pain i time myself I, and then i and then i text two of my friends and let them know what my time was <laughs> wait what it's it, the time starts when it's painful no 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 it, it's like oh, this oh one, how long this, this one's was. gonna be a long one like oh, i'm yeah, still in this meeting yeah <laughs> or like yeah. i'm trying to think of others in, in a movie i'll get out of a movie and be like time get this when you get wait the, get when, this, you, when you when you like definitely started. drank way too much yeah restaurants too i do before you went to sleep and then you wake oh, up oh yeah and you wake up at like three and you're like i think i can hold out until like six and then <laughs> that's you go not what i set records but and then i wake up at six and it's like oh my god i have to pee so bad i like the mid the mid sleep pee i i do not like getting up really i do i like that's that's my thing it's like Man, and then you're like in a car and you really have to pee. You have to go like within the next 20 minutes. But if I'm asleep and I wake up and I have to pee way worse than that, then I can go back to sleep and wait for like three hours. Hmm. <laughs> some kind of some kind of sports psychology thing going on there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I also assumed you would just ask what my time was. So I'm just going to talk about well, it. Well, yeah, give me, lay down, give me the numbers. I think the highest. I've never timed myself, so I don't know how to really compare this. But That's so. true. Most, but, you know, yeah, get a sense. Listeners at home next time i feel like average is like 20, 20 right seconds. yeah yeah i'd say i just want to if you got if you actually like really have to go yeah yeah i did like a 100 second 100 P. yeah that's not bad 140 yeah. it's like it's to the point where it's like okay i gotta go like <laughs> i have things to do <laughs> <laughs> like but i don't you're know. also like i, I don't want to push it out because that'll Take away from my time mm. that I'm setting right now. That's a good point. So you just you just let gravity do its business. Yeah, and it like there's a little bit of effort when you pee normally. This is like you're trying to be as relaxed as possible. So it just like you just peeing. For That's the long nice. Haul. I yeah. yeah. I, I always I always do have I pee really bad. So very relaxing. It's a nice feeling. Yeah. It is nice. I don't know if it's top five, but it's pretty nice. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it breaks top five, but it's a good feeling. Yeah. So final thoughts on intro level coaching. So I I love it. Yeah. Like for, you know, Kayla, you know, we got like the one flesh thing going on with marriage. So I don't know, but I've had a couple of other people who've like set some PRs and stuff. Yeah. It's just, it feels almost like I PR'd. Really? It's almost that good. That's awesome. I didn't even have to 
endure any sort <laughs> of horrible pain. Workouts. I didn't. I could eat. I could be eating a cheeseburger during it. Wow. You know. So that's the nice part of it. Um. That is cool. I've paced people, and that feels really good. Yeah. Not even in races and workouts. I pace them to PRs and workouts because they're just bad at running, like bad at racing. Like they don't have the skills to like push themselves. Hmm. Be like I never ran. Like last summer I was running with the satellite high school team Mm -hmm. and I would just like not feel like doing the workout hard for myself. I would just like run with someone else and then I would just randomly pick someone, (laughs) which was was kind of like a curse because it's like, oh, I have to run like a good way. I was kind of just trying to chill today. (laughs) Yeah. And I would just like make them run faster. (laughs) So maybe it's bad because... You're probably just, they're just burning them out. Yeah, especially because they're summer <laughs> workouts. <laughs> just ruining their season just so I'm happy. That's that's the mark of a good pacer. <laughs> <laughs> just dragging them. It's just, just completely selfish. Out. Just like <laughs> an, act, yeah. an act that's supposed to be like purely for other people. I'm just doing here's, only for here's myself. Here's a question for you. Let's hear it. Um, this I don't know where this came from. I was just thinking about What's what's the thing you miss the most about being on the Duke track slash cross country distance team? Now that you're uh, not, not a member, or you're, you know you're a member, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, definitely. Ooh, I gotta take these glasses off. It hurts <laughs> with this big earphone things. Oh yeah, sorry about that. What do I miss the most? My first thought was like, it's either locker room. Mm. Because I was a big... There's no is, sexual stuff, if that's what people are thinking. Yeah, I'm not saying locker room talk. I'm saying like... <laughs> locker room talk. Literally My locker room conversations talk. in the locker room. But yeah. it's it's not re- like... It's really like the the runs that would spill over or the conversations that would spill over into the locker room. Mm-hmm. Like it's, this, it's the stuff that you start talking about during a run where it's just an easy run, like everyone's like comfortable and there's no competition involved. There's no like heavy breathing. It's just like, the. I mean, when else could you have that kind of relationship or build yeah. that kind of like... That's that's my exact answer. Yeah. Easy runs in the Duke Forests yeah. with the guys. Just like, it's a combination. I think, you know, I'm biased or whatever, but like most of the guys on the Duke team are smart and interesting people yeah and the conversations were always so good right they're really and like everybody and that, that was honestly this that was the inspiration for the podcast beginning it was like conversations like are awesome kind of missing yeah because if you're on a 13 mile run that's an hour and 20 minutes 30 minutes of like people just like being near someone with no distractions it's like yeah. you're gonna have to talk about something yeah and like, it was nice. It, there's no pressure. You yeah. could you could really go deep into the weeds about absolutely nothing. Yeah. Because like, what else? Or like, what else are you gonna the do? heaviest topics yeah. imaginable. Yeah. I mean, and neither I were like lot. shunned at all. Yeah. A lot with. I mean, Josh Brewer was my favorite. He's yeah. a great conversationalist. Yeah. We were. I wasn't part of the Brewer era. Oh, you didn't overlap with him at all. No. That's right. That is that is a shame. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, me and Brewer would talk about There is something you said about like when you're like a young person and you're running with it. Like, it's just like, wow, these guys are cool. Like even as a freshman in college, when you feel like an adult, it's like, like I remember even Koss for me was like, 
Oh yeah, the big dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, you know, would run with Bo. Yeah. Wagner and didn't cross with Bo. And uh yeah, these were the, all the seniors when I was a freshman. Yeah. But Bo and Lund, Josh Lund and uh Smalls. You were you were, yeah, you overlapped. Well, yeah, he was there Smalls coaching was, and yeah, stuff. Right. But um yeah, and they're just like these bosses at running, so you're kind of nervous at first, but then they're just yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, and it was nice because you could talk about super serious stuff. And, it, like, it would be like, does God exist? <laughs> Maybe talk about that for two minutes. Maybe talk about it for yeah. the entire run. And then, but if it was two minutes long, then we could be talking about best visceral feelings <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, right. it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's it, We're just talking and getting yeah. to know each other. There's very few things... I've never, I haven't experienced that again. There isn't. There's, There's nothing no, like that. Yeah, there really isn't. This is why I tried to start the podcast. Cause like, even, even a regular new thing cause of all like technology and blah, blah, blah. Or people, I mean, I guess when people were, were sitting on their porch with nothing to do, you would just talk like this. Yeah. There's, Maybe. I mean, there is something that's like kind of not replaceable about the running conversation, I think. Cause yeah. it's something about running that makes it better. Yeah. There's, it's like, well, sometimes it's hard. So there is that like bonding through like, mm-hmm. I don't know what if I want to say trauma, goal. but like, yeah, like a pain kind of unites people in a weird way. Yeah. Because there's no like, what else are you going to do? You have to like get closer to other people. So there's that, even though it's not threatening in any way, it's like self-inflicted pain. It's like, okay, I know this guy's hurting behind me and I know this guy is hurting in front of me like. Mm-hmm. There's something bonding about that. And yeah. also the sheer like time around each other where yeah, you know just a logged no one's going to get in trouble. No one's going to be not even, it was like hard to offend people. There was like a, <laughs> yeah. there was a way of like the, it was just like, you know them so well that you know that even like the most heinous thing <laughs> could be like, <laughs> Well, because I know another great fact about this person, then like you can kind of let it slide. Yeah, yeah. And Jen, in general, and our team was very sarcastic. So yeah, you know, if you didn't have that sense of humor, then right? If you couldn't, ha- yeah. I mean, th- I feel like that's that's kind of similar about most runners. It's like, yeah, we've all gone through this thing. Like when I hear comedians talk about like the comedian bond. Do you watch comedians in cars? Yeah, cars? of course. That's a good show. Every episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like this different bond. Yeah. That is weird to explain because it's like, oh, you don't understand. But like, it's sort of similar with runners, I think. I think it is. Because you spend so much time. It's a strangely like sadistic breed of people. Yeah. In both comedy and running, I'd say. You know what's the interesting (laughs) thing about running? Um I think it's different from like competition sports, uh, any other, like maybe even, even like an maybe individual like, maybe like swimming sport? and biking okay. are the same, but I can't vouch for that, but at least like ball sports and stuff. I feel like with running, when you're like racing somebody, it's like a very, it's one of the only sports where you're also sort of rooting for them. You know what I mean? Like you're, you want to beat them really bad, but you're also like working together. Hmm. You know what I mean? Do you feel that way? Honestly, I don't know if I do. 
Maybe that's a marathon thing. I wish. I think it's a lot more in the marathon because yeah. everybody's just like, everybody knows that this is your shot every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, how many, you, what, you get, if you're, if you're like an elite marathoner, then you get what, like 10. Right. If you have a, if you have a pretty decent career, 10 to 20 races in yeah. your whole career. So it's just like everyone wants each other to do really well. Like I want to beat you. I want to win. But I really want us to both like do super well. Yeah. That's no, I, d- I think that's nice. <laughs> that sounds nice and I don't in co- I will say that, that in college thing. college races where like you're trying to beat people so that your team wins stuff. Yeah, it's not it's different. Or qualify for things. It's a right. little more cutthroat. It's like that with the guys on our team, I would say. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're vying for like that seventh spot to go to ACC or true. whatever, then you you still want it. Yeah. So you still you, want that person to run really. You're well. saying marathon, kind of turns everybody into teammates in a way. Yeah. Like, cause you want to beat your teammates. Yeah, and you see all the time, like people, someone will drop their bottle. Yeah. On accident, and then someone will share theirs. Right. Like you just don't. It's and part of it, I think, is like selfish because it's a lot easier to go through miles yeah. 20 to 26 if you have somebody there. Right. That makes sense. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Every, everything's selfish when you get, get down to the yeah. gritty of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mankind. <laughs> and that's it. That's how we're going to end. It's <laughs> <laughs> mankind. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like that's a pretty good spot to end it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Hopefully this is a, uh, not super boring i think it was good i enjoyed it cool i mean you're the podcast guy i'm not i'm just gonna delete this file immediately i'm just gonna hey <laughs> this is just to hey, get you to know, hang out i wanted to no, come to the idea so you know you can do with this thing what you want uh you want to plug uh your website and coaching stuff oh yeah sure uh yeah yeah so i am We've millions of listeners that, atkinson uh, training systems.com and my you can email me at Atkinson Training Systems at Gmail. And Brian, what kind of athletes are you looking for to coach? A- anybody. I've got, so I've got a walk slash jogger mm-hmm. athlete who's, this is the first time they've ever run before. And I have up to, well, Kayla, I guess, is the best Olympic trials qualifier. So in the marathon. So I, I don't do sprints, don't do field events. And I don't know anything about swimming or biking. Okay. I mean, if you want to cross train and do that, that's fine. But like, I'm a running coach. I don't, okay. That's, that's what I know most about. So. Sounds good. But if you want to run, you want a training plan. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I feel like I've had some good coaches and been around some good coaches, and I would trust Brian. Oh, thanks. As much as anyone. If I were t- honestly, if I were seriously training, I would be like. At least, at a very minimum, like, being like, hey, give me a training plan. And you'd be like, hey, I have a system. And I'd be like, okay, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> but no. I, I will mean, say, um, I don't, it's not, it wouldn't be a, like, one size fits all thing. I don't really have, yeah. s- I guess I do have a philosophy or something. But I basically would look at whatever you've done. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I, I really like when people have logs, but yeah. some people don't have logs. Um, and then I would, you know, go from there, wherever you're at. Yeah. Brian Atkinson, doctor, coach. Are you officially a doctor now? Not yet. In May, I will be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Both of my parents are 
like it's called hood, it's called hooding oh okay they like i don't know i don't know what they put on me some kind of sash or something that makes me a doctor and they're both gonna like do it together it's gonna be a special moment wow. i think that is cool and they both went to usf med so it's like a big and that's where i'm at huge some kind of big full circle thing yeah i like it yeah so. full circle that's where we'll end it yeah brian thanks for coming on yeah thanks for having me